And we're back. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. This is Dump on the Ump, ostensibly a baseball podcast. Tonight is Wednesday, October the 4th, 2023. Coming at you from Champaign, Illinois. My name is Joel. With me tonight, as per usual, is Sam. Sam, how's it going? Uh, Hey, Joel, I'm doing well. I'm coming at you, as usual, from Brooklyn, New York. Uh, Happy playoff baseball Mm -hmm. or for this podcast, not so happy playoff baseball. No. Or yeah. for most of baseball fans, actually, not so happy playoff baseball, I'd say. Not really. Um, but anyway, we're in the playoffs. Uh, and my hot take has to do with the Tampa Bay Rays, who just got swept today. A complete sweep by, um, who did they lose to? Texas. Texas. The Texas Rangers. Yeah. And they got swept by the Texas Rangers, which is pretty embarrassing. Yes. Um, but more than that, <clears throat> they were unable to sell out their stadium for either of the games. Both the games were at um, whatever the name of their stadium is um, called the Trop. Yeah. Uh, seating capacity, 25,000. They weren't even able to sell it out. It's the smallest seating capacity in Major League Baseball. That's so crazy. Yep. Um, and there's been a lot of digs on social media and also regular media about them not being able to uh, build the stadium. They're really trying to get a new stadium built closer to downtown right. um, Tampa Bay. Um, but here's my hot take, though. This is my suggestion for the Tampa Bay race. Okay. They're famous for baseball innovation, right? They have the lowest payroll. They're always competitive without having a single person on the team that is in any way marketable or likable as a human being or as a baseball player. Everyone on their team bats 200 and somehow they win a bunch of games. Um, And they have the, they brought the opener to the league and all yada, 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 all this new innovative shit. Here's my hot take for the Tampa Bay Rays. They should build a new stadium with no stands whatsoever or maybe it's just like seating capacity five thousand right and every ticket costs five thousand dollars or whatever because sure. here's the thing they're never going to be able to fill a ball field right. but what they should do is embrace the switch to online life yes. and do a whole vr stadium so that people can buy tickets to a vr ballpark where the tampa bay rays play Yep, and zoom into it. Uh, no, it's like a VR thing. So, like, you put on your headset, and then you're like sitting in the ball. Oh, yeah, I could see that. Have you? And then, and then they can like partner with like Grubhub and DoorDash or whatever yeah. to get like hot dogs delivered to your house. Yeah. During the game, it's like a promotion where a hot dog on DoorDash instead of what normally would be five dollars, you pay sixteen dollars. And yeah. you can get a can of Coors Light for $18, you know, that sort of thing. Right. That's a really brilliant idea. I think uh, we should pitch this to the to the Rays. Yeah. Well, I assume they listen to this podcast because we are also on the cutting edge of baseball. Yeah. I cutting, like cutting edge-ness. I mean, then they could also save money by basically just playing in a single-A baseball park. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Build a brand new super luxury ballpark with really low seating capacity that and only rich people can go to the game yeah it'll be like a real um uh hunger game sort of thing you know what i mean like the rich people can go to the game and all the rest of the people have to like plug into the wall to watch the game yeah oh man i love this very sci-fi very dystopian yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a super dystopian sort of deal. Right. No, like the the peasants are not even allowed in the ballpark anymore. Right. Yeah. I like well, it. no, they can go, but they have to like spend their entire life savings. Right. And then they have to like kill themselves afterwards. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know who love this idea is Marlins man. You know who Marlins man is, right? Oh, he's that super rich guy? Yeah, who goes to every baseball game wearing the bright orange Marlins jersey. Uh-huh. And he always and travels all over the country. 
Yeah, he always sits immediately behind home base, so you can always see him. Just feel like as somebody who has the baseball podcast, you got to stop saying home base. Oh, home plate. Home plate. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I feel like you lose you lose credibility every time you say home base. base. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, he sits behind home, and so that you have to watch him on every at bat, and he wears his bright orange Marlins jacket wherever he goes. And that's. Just to Marlins games, or he goes to all of them? No, he goes to every, like, important game. I'm sure he's been at playoff games. I haven't been watching yet. But he'll be at the World Series. He's always at the All-Star game. He's almost always at, I'm not going to say every Sunday night baseball game, but a lot of them. He'll go to Yankees-Red Sox all the time for no discernible reason other than to be on national TV. Gotcha. That's his move. That's his move. And everyone says he's really nice, that he always gives lots of money. He'll buy tickets for, you know, youth sports leagues to go to baseball games and things like that. But I just feel as if if your shtick is going to every baseball game, buying the most expensive ticket, and making sure that everybody has to see you on national TV, that you must be a real fucking asshole. Right. I just can't. You know. And it's like, if you want to be on TV so bad and you have so much money, like, how do you not? I feel like there's other opportunities for to get on TV, you know? Right. Exactly. I mean, he must. Like, <clears throat> you could run for president, for example. Right. <laughs> well, at least he hasn't done that. Right. Yeah, yeah, fucking Marlins, man. Uh, hey, what's up, everybody? My name is Joel. I'm coming at you from Champaign, Illinois. Uh, my hot take this tonight has to do with NBA basketball, tangentially, I guess. My hot take is the beautiful women of Milwaukee, Wisconsin, watch out because Damian Lillard is on the prowl now. Last oh, really? Week, uh, Portland Trailblazers, I'm a Trailblazers fan, Portland Trailblazers traded their star point guard, Damian Willard, to the Milwaukee Bucks in exchange for uh, uh, several draft picks and several other players that I don't care about. It was part of a three-team te- three deal between Portland and Milwaukee and the Phoenix Suns. Willard had demanded a trade about six months ago from the Blazers, citing, you know, their ongoing mediocrity. And so they traded him to Milwaukee. And then three days later, he filed for divorce from his wife. So there's nothing that says, I mean, he's only 33, but this is a real midlife crisis move, I think, that Damian Willard is going through. Moving to Milwaukee and getting divorced <laughs> from his wife. Uh, I think he's going to just be super disappointed with his like midlife crisis city of choice. You know what I mean? Like he should have gotten traded to Miami. He wanted. He was be. He wanted to be traded to my, be be traded to Miami. He was actually being really vocal about it. <laughs> <laughs> and Portland kind of like, fuck you, you're going to Milwaukee. You're going to Milwaukee. <laughs> hope you like I hope you like seeing girls in parkas because it's cold up there. <laughs> hope you like Oktoberfest and salted pretzels and sausage. Miller yeah. High Life. Hope you like Miller High Life, Damien. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I actually think professionally it could be really good for him because he'll be playing on the Bucks with Giannis Antetokounmpo. Right, they're like have been they've been in the kind of top of the East for the past few years without him. Yeah, and they won the title two, three years ago. Three years ago, yeah, three years ago. Um, So yeah, they could be really good, but yeah. Damien Willard is going to be living up that single life in beautiful Milwaukee. 
It's actually a nice town. But he's also, basketball season is, you know, November through April. It's going to be fucking cold the entire time he's there. Yeah, that's like a different level of cold, too. Right. That's like Portland, Oregon, Midwest that's cold. cold. Yeah. yeah. Like, there's nowhere to hide. There are no hills. Mm-hmm. The wind just whips right through there. Right off the way. And you, like, you can't even go skiing. No. No, you have to go. Unless you want to go cross-country skiing. <laughs> Which is the worst sport ever. Which is the worst kind of skiing. Uh, cross-country skiing. There are some things that I can imagine people having fun doing, but cross-country skiing is not one of them. <clears throat> I used to go cross-country skiing when I was a kid. It's a lot of work. Right. It's cold. It's walking, but harder in the cold. Well, it's not that cold because it's really hard work. So you get heated up pretty quickly. (laughs) But it is better than snowshoeing. I'll say that. It's considerably more fun than snowshoeing. Okay, why? To snowshoeing, there's no sliding involved at all. That's just like walking in snow. Not even a yeah. Man, what are the least fun winter sports? Ice fishing? Have you ever gone ice fishing? Yeah, ice fishing is fun. Yeah. You just sit sit on a frozen lake and drink whiskey. Right. It's good fun. That sounds actually nice. Um uh, I wish the winter Olympics were going on. Then we could talk about curling. I love talking about curling. Yeah, I guess there are really no bad winter sports, but Cross country cross country skiing is not as good as downhill skiing. That's all I'm saying. But like sports that aren't really sports as much as act. I don't know activities. Is that the right word? Just exercise. I think the word you're looking for is exercise. This isn't this isn't fun. This is just exercising. Right. Well, the thing about Cross-country skiing, though, which I don't makes me think that I don't think it's in that same category, uh-huh. is because with cross-country skiing, you can really fly. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you can't fly when you're snowshoeing. Your top speed is slower than running. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> cross-country skiing, that's not the case. Your top speed is, like, considerably faster than running. Gotcha. That's interesting. But it's still slower than downhill skiing by quite a bit. One winter Olympic sport that I've always enjoyed is the biathlon, the cross-country ski, and then shoot. (laughs) Yeah. That seems like a great idea to me. And this is totally off topic. But I had that. I had this game for the Sega Genesis back in you know nineteen ninety four, that was Winter Olympics, and one of the events you could compete in is biathlon. Right, and I remember that one. It was super fun because you would ski and then stop and shoot, and the faster you skied, the higher your heart rate jumped, and your gun would be all shaky because your heart rate would be too high. Right. Sit and wait for your heart rate to go down so that you could steady your gun. Oh, yeah, that's the way it works. Yeah. That seems incredibly dangerous. I don't know why more people don't get shot playing by Athlon. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, good luck to Damien Willard. He might want to pick up cross-country skiing. He might. You probably be or snowmobiling, cool. although you probably aren't allowed to snowmobile if you are a professional athlete in Milwaukee. I bet that's part of every contract. Yeah, I mean, after what happened to, uh, what's his name? Bumgarner. He broke his arm. What was he doing? Four-wheeling? Dirt biking. Dirt biking. Yeah. I yeah, and then it turned out he was also a secret, like, uh, rodeo ropesman. He like. Oh yeah, I remember a, that. A competitive yeah. lassoer. But he'd like go in incognito and compete in circuses. Uh, right in rodeos. Yeah. <laughs> that guy must be a really weird guy. I think he's just a huge redneck. Oh, okay, that makes sense. 
I don't think he's probably that weird at all. I think he's probably pretty normal. Just really loves normal him. redneck. Normal redneck. Yeah, okay. I can see that. Um, I want to give a shout out to our fans who continue to listen, even though, you know, uh, we haven't been podcasting regularly because we kind of have opposite schedules right now. Also, is Brooklyn still flooded? No, I'm pretty good now. You're good? Yeah. That's... Yeah, it was one day it was pretty bad. Okay. Um, and, you know, there's definitely needs to be some infrastructure upgrades to deal with climate change, and we do not have the right mayor for that. Right now. Oh, yeah. Um, so we're probably pretty screwed, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. Because this is the second flood in like as many years, basically. Right. Like really bad flood. And it's not going to like get better on its own. So. Nope. Nope. It's just going to get worse and worse. And the rats will eventually take over everything. Right. Although I bet a lot of them just drowned in the floods, right? Yeah, but it's a drop in the bucket. Right, yeah, literally. Um, <clears throat> but thanks to everybody who continues to listen. Baltimore, Maryland, we'll talk about you in a minute. San Jose, California, Muhammad, Illinois, Frankfurt, Germany, Providence, Rhode Island, Champaign, Illinois, Seattle, Washington, Portland, Oregon, Greensboro, North Carolina, Milwaukee, uh, Burlington, Vermont, Berlin, Germany, Brisbane, Australia, Hanoi, Vietnam. Have you ever been to Vietnam? Sure have. When did you go to Vietnam? It's kind of been on my list, going rising slowly up my list of places to visit. 2018, maybe? Was it cool? I loved it. Let yeah. me tell you something about Vietnam. Yeah, do it. It is the best, and I'll tell you why. It's a communist country, right? Right. And so, for whatever reason, that means that the food is all super cheap. Okay. And so, and you know, Southeast Asia, the dollar goes a long way in general, but in Vietnam specifically, when it comes to food, hmm. it's like the cheapest. You go out to a fancy restaurant, spend $5. Like, um, and I was there and I, it was part of a longer trip. I went to China and then to Vietnam and I was over there for like six weeks or something. And I have friends who live over there and I have friends in China. And so I was kind of visiting. I went to a wedding and then traveled around Vietnam with some friends. And um, about halfway through my trip, you know, I had a pretty strict budget, but I, I you know, I had a good amount of money to spend. And, about halfway through my trip in Vietnam, I like did a kind of calculation of how I was doing with my budget mm -hmm. and realized that I had not spent even like a third of the amount of money that I had budgeted for my trip. And so then for the rest of the time, I was like staying in fancy five-star hotels and like all of this shit because <laughs> it's so cheap. But the people are really nice. The food is fucking unreal. Uh -huh. So good. Uh, and it's pretty easy to get around. And that was the other thing. It's like I stopped taking trains. I just was like flying because it's a pretty big country, you know. <clears throat> but I just started flying instead of taking trains because the air, you know, government owns the airline also. So right, that's interesting. Yeah, did you just buy a plane ticket the day of or days before? Yeah, and the night before probably. Night before. That's cool. Dang. Yeah, I really want to go to Vietnam. What's the best food that you had there? Oh, they do amazing thing with things with noodles. Uh -huh. um, just really awesome noodles. They have this one thing where they like, it's like a, a silk like sheet over a pot of like pulled hot over the pot, a pot of boiling water. So it's like a drum over a pot of boiling water. Okay. And then they just pour this really wet batter on it and it steams it's like the steamed noodle that's like really gelatinous and soft and then they like put a bunch of ground meat and vegetables in and then fold it up 
and um, and then give it to you with like the sock on top. Oh my god, it's so good. Is everything chopsticks? Do you have to know? Do you have to use chopsticks? No, they they definitely do use chopsticks there, but it's not like China. It's not no. as much in China. Yeah, interesting. Um, you can you can get a fork and spoon pretty, or spoon pretty easy there. Yeah, I think. But then you know noodle soup. That's kind of the most famous thing that they have here, and yeah. you know. Uh, and then, oh man, it's so good. Yeah. Oh my God, it's so good. Okay. And then it's like a big country, right? And there's the north and the south, and then the middle is like this oh. really thin. Yeah, long and right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but it's kind of like balloons at either end. And then the north is the Ho Chi Minh City. Mm-hmm. And then the south is, uh, no, sorry, the south is Ho Chi Minh City. Which is also used to be known as Saigon. I think it's, we still call it Saigon, Ho Chi Minh City. And then the north is Hanoi, and it's pretty culturally different. Uh, the north is much more conservative, and that's where the government is. And the south, which is the part that was like heavily occupied by France, right. um, is a little bit more westernized. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, but both both super cool mm-hmm. areas. So interesting. Yeah. Why is it climbing up your list? Um, Asia, like I have never been to Asia. Uh-huh. And I want to really badly. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Vietnam is <laughs> good enough reason, if any. Yeah. You know, like I'd love to go to Japan, but Japan's super expensive and post worldy. I don't know. Right. I don't know. Um, Vietnam, yeah, was great. I'd go back there in a second. It's beautiful country. Oh, my God. And the food was so good. (laughs) But, you know, for someone like me who really just likes to go and eat stuff when they travel, go and eat and hang out in cool places and drink weird liquor made out of Cobras, then you know Vietnam's like top of the list. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Although I ne- I never went to the Cobra restaurant. I I'm gonna go back and do that. Yeah, what do they drink there? Like wine? Yeah, rice whiskey and whiskey. there's a lot of beer. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's one of those Asian countries that was occupied by right. European and- countries, so there's like. That, that's the cool thing about the food is like there's a lot of French influence, especially in the South. Mm-hmm. And um, <clears throat> they have this one dish that's like beef stew. And it's like classic French beef stew made in like the same style, except for it has all the, these like Vietnamese spices in it. They serve it with their like ver- their version of the baguette. It's kind of like a banh mi, yeah. but it's like, oh, that's so good. And are banh mi like an authentic thing? Like, can you go, is that like, let's go yeah. get which Like the ones that you see everywhere here is, I didn't see at more than like one or two places there. But there's like a million different kinds okay. that you never see here. And is street food like <laughs> noodle soup? Is that the most common? Yeah. Street? Yeah. Well, I mean, there's a lot of street food there though. But right. there's a few, like noodle soup is the big one. Uh, they do this one bon sao, which is like a crepe that's got shrimp and ground pork in it. Oh my god, it's bamboo or bean sprouts. Oh, it's so fucking good. Yeah. And then they have a lot of places that are just rice places where you go in there and like give you a bowl of rice and then you tell them what you want on top of it, which is like, and that's the stuff. Like street food is like everything is a dollar or less, you know. Right. Right. Uh, and the currency dong is like, I can't remember, but it's like you spend a lot of dong, but it's not actually a lot of money. Right, just by like 10,000 dong per dollar. Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that makes sense. So it's pretty cool. You really feel like a baller. Sweet. All right, now I like, oh, I'll take a million dong. Yeah. Um, how easy was it to get around in 
uh, English? Pretty easy. Easier in the South for sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, but you know, if you're going, if, you know, a lot of places, hotels and whatnot. Like most hotels will be able to accommodate you and um, yeah, tours 20, and stuff 20, like that. Twenty thousand dong to a dollar. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. And it's called the dong, which I think is hilarious. Right. Anyway, shout out to Vietnam. Somebody in Hanoi listens to our podcast. And, uh, reach out to us. Yeah, it's probably OD, I guess. Oh, is that your friend? Yeah. Yeah. I think that he listens periodically. Anyway, shout out. Shout out. Uh, also, shout out to Jason Banchero on Twitter. Yeah. Into our podcast. Said he liked it. Uh, says we got a nice thing going on. Enjoys the change of pace from talking baseball and that we have more humor than typical stone sports podcasts. So, thanks, Jason. Yeah, we do. Yeah, it's true. If you were bored of the typical, like, boring-ass, like, like statistics. Yeah, statistics. statistics. Like, no personality statistics podcast. Like, give me a break. No, we are not that. And we, we're going to get we don't that. even know what war is, for being honest. <laughs> we do not know what war is. Don't call it home base, for fuck's sake. I call it home base, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, this is the place for us. Uh, continue to listen. Give us a subscription on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast. Follow us on Twitter at UmpDump2005. We got Blue Sky. We got Threads. Have you been going on? You were telling me about Reddit. Oh, when you got into a fight with some Orioles fans. Wasn't really much of a fight. I just called an Orioles fan out oh, because okay. they were being a fucking idiot. Unsurprisingly, yeah. I'm gonna say Orioles fans are like really fair weather. Like, I feel like you do well as an Orioles fan because yeah. you could stop paying attention to them and root for someone else when they're bad and mm -hmm. then come back when they're good and no one would judge you for it. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> that makes sense. I could be an Orioles fan, that makes sense to you. They're, they've got pretty colors. They're orange, orange and black. Yeah, orange and black. Yeah, that's cool. They've got a bird mascot. That's cool. You like bird mascot? I, I guess so. I think so. I don't know. I guess I'm indifferent on bird mascots. I really dislike the Cardinals. I like the Blue right. Jays and I like the Orioles. You do like the Blue Jays? Yeah. You know, I've decided that I don't really care for the Blue Jays. Yeah, why have you come to that conclusion? I don't know. Maybe I'm getting xenophobic in my old age. I mean, they are your, you know, you're a Red Sox fan. They are your right. rivals. Yeah. Or a division rival. I mean, they're in your division. Yeah, I guess I don't just like the Blue Jays, actually. I don't really... I, they're kind of fashion. It's kind of fashionable, maybe right now, to like the Blue Jays, right? Which makes me dislike them. Yeah, I could. Yeah, definitely. Because I'm not a fashionable man. You are not a fashionable man, and you don't follow trends, which is great. I'm wearing dirty Carhartts and, and a, a dump on the ump T-shirt right now. Yeah, the old dump. I guess that's pretty fashionable, actually. Now that I think about it. <laughs> <laughs> If I were wearing my dump on the young t-shirt, I might want to go get it. Yeah, we like, gotta get we gotta make new ones. Yeah, we, we have do two we have two different ones now. We gotta get a third one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's let's do that. I'll actually do some research because I think there's probably a more affordable way to do it. Um so baseball. So the playoffs are going. That's why we should play podcast. We're doing that fucking thing again, Sam, where it's literally the most important time. Of the baseball year, <laughs> like yeah, podcasting. <laughs> well, it's, it's also like the busiest time for us. Like, yeah, it's like September, October. <laughs> right, and I had COVID last week, and and you had COVID last week. Yeah, it's a whole thing, yeah. but it's mostly been my fault, listeners. Just so you know, that's yeah. on me. 
yeah, we blame Sam. <clears throat> but so, you know, I work 7 a.m. to 4 p.m. and you work 4 p.m. to 7 a.m. Right. <laughs> no, I don't. I. So, okay. It's not that weird. Knock thing going on. Um, I, I haven't watched any of the playoffs. Have you? No, I haven't. I, you know, I've been following along on my phone, but I've been at work mostly. Yeah. Um, and now I'm podcasting. I guess I could probably get the game up here. Probably, yeah, right? there's a game going on right now. So Tampa Bay, we mentioned, Tampa Bay was eliminated by Texas, which I was surprised by. You know, um, I wasn't really surprised by that. Yeah, why not? You know, I think Texas could probably take two games from in a row from anybody. That's what I think. Yeah, because Texas, like, I was a little surprised that the Rays didn't score any runs. Right. Um, but Texas has a really good lineup. Like that, you know, I put their offense. Their offense is as good as anybody's. It might be better than anyone, except for maybe the Braves. Braves, right? Um, I think that their pitching is a little questionable, but but not that question. I mean, they won ninety games. That's pretty good. Right. Yeah. And the Rays didn't score in either game. The Rays scored one game today, one run today, I think. I don't think so. Let me check. I was just looking. No, they were. Oh, you're right. Seven to one today and four to zero yesterday. Okay. Still. Um, I was less surprised by the Blue Jays getting swept by the Minnesota Twins. Twins winning their first official playoff series in like a million years so yeah I, i'm the opposite on that one too i thought that the blue jays would take that yeah you did <clears throat> uh yeah but i but it was because i just think no offense that al central's a joke oh. and uh, yeah and that the twins are not really a playoff team but well, i was, they, I was they, proven wrong i was proven wrong Right. They they stole the Seattle Mariners playoff spot. The twins. Right. Yeah. And then in the NL, those uh series I believe are still going on. Let's see how the scores are. Phillies are up seven nothing on Miami. At the end of the eighth, so it looks like Miami's about to get unceremoniously swept out of the playoffs by the Phillies. And the Diamondbacks just beat the Milwaukee Brewers. So the Brewers are out. Swept by so is, are they is it all gonna be sweeps? Yeah, unless the Marlins score seven runs in the top of the ninth inning. Hmm. That's kind of anticlimactic. Yeah, but I I don't know, man. I think that the new current playoff format is bullshit, and right. like there are teams that are wild card winning teams that are have no business being in the playoffs. So right, I agree. That makes but me that's just me. I was kind of low key rooting for them, you know. For Damien Lillard's sake. For Milwaukee? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, assuming that this Phillies Marlins game uh, holds, what does this mean for the division series that will be starting? So, this means your, your ALDS will be Baltimore, Texas. And Houston, Minnesota. And your NLDS will be Atlanta, Philadelphia. That could be fun. And the Dodgers versus Arizona. So Okay, so I see a all-Texas ALCS, I'm going to say it. I know, I, me too, and that makes me pissed. I don't want yeah. Texas A. Excuse me. Yeah, but do I like the Rangers? No. I no, no, you don't like the of all this Chapman place with the Rangers, man. Oh God, fuck that guy. I just yeah. 
Because I was going through that too. Like Marcus Simeon's on the Rangers, and I kind of like him. Yeah. Other likable guys on that team, but then I, I like Nate Evaldi. Nate Evaldi, yeah, Nate Evaldi. Uh, Dane Dunning, who used to play for the White Sox, he's on Texas. Like they, they have some likable guys, but they fucking also have Aroldis Chapman, and they pitched him in the playoffs. And fuck that guy, the Corey Seager. Adolis Garcia, Mitch Garver. I don't know. I like Marcus Semyon. Yeah, they also have one thing. One of their guys who was their third baseman, I think. I don't like him, but he when the Red Sox played him, he like owned us. Oh yeah, it's always weird when that happens. But I mean, he's having a really. He was an All Star. He's having a really good year. I think he's young. Mm-hmm. 266 average with 23 home runs and a 467 slugging percentage. That's not bad. Who? Their third baseman. What's his name? Josh Young. Nope, that's not the guy I'm thinking of. Oh. I don't know who you're thinking of. Um, and yeah, you can't root for the Houston Astros. Right. No, you definitely can't. Yeah. Yeah. And I'd be really uh I'd be disappointed. I mean I'm going for I'm rooting for Baltimore, like you said. Ezekiel Duran, is that who you're thinking of? It's no, maybe Josh I was maybe I was thinking of young. Yeah. I don't know if he was an all-star this year, but um and then the NL. I mean, you've got Atlanta. I mean, Philadelphia. It'd be fun. A Philadelphia-Baltimore World Series. That could be fun. But other than that, I'm just not really excited about this. Dodgers, Braves, NLCS would be fun because you'd have the two best teams playing each other. And that's always- Right. But, like, I don't, I'm, you know, I'm kind of tired of the Dodgers and the Braves. Right. Yeah, but there's a lot of drama in that series. Right, you Freeman and Betts and Acuna. Betts and Acuna that they've kind of been jamming down our throat for the second half of the season. And Freddie Freeman homecoming. Mm-hmm. But then again, who do you root for in that matchup? I mean, the Dodgers. God, if it's Rangers, Astros, and Dodgers, Braves in the championship series, like, yeah. Might as well start watching NFL football again. You know, I tried that and it's not worth it. <laughs> I watched like a quarter of the NFL last week and I was like, this sucks. <laughs> I'm in first place in fantasy football. I'm 4 0. Congratulations. Thank you. How and you um, at, how are you good at a fantasy sport that you don't really pay attention to? Uh, you know, I got the first pick and that's kind of all you really need to. Do fantasy football? I feel like, like I would do not want to have the first. I mean, you you know stuff about football and the NFL, like you know it, but you're not a fan, and you don't like sit down and watch NFL games. I haven't watched an NFL game, and I might have watched one last year with my brothers, actually, um, or my dad. But I don't, you know, I don't watch, um. And, you know, I lost my fantasy baseball final oh, by five. You oh, lost. yeah, our fantasy, our fantasy baseball final, I lost 5-5. Five, five. And I think last year, Thomas lost it also 5-5. Five, five. How do you – what's the tiebreaker? I think that it's like season record or maybe it's head-to-head matchup in the season or something. That's frustrating. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's pretty frustrating. But there's no money in that league. If I win the fantasy football league, though, that's five hundred dollars. Oh, whoa! That's good. That's good money. That's good money. Although, just saying it out loud now, I'm not going to win it. But I won it one year. It was like definitely jinxed. It was like all of my Christmas shopping mm-hmm. and travel expenses. It was cool. Um. So now I want to go. Um. 
Yeah, no, I've been watching a little bit of, of NFL football. The Chicago Bears are like a garbage fire floating down a river bad right now. Uh, they're one of two winless teams in the NFL. They blew a 17-point second-half lead to the Denver Broncos. Like, it's been pretty entertaining to watch how bad they've been. And that must be fun on X. It is fun on the X, yeah. It must be fun watching the Bears lose on X because all your friends are on X or Exactly, all my friends are on X complaining. Indecent basement? Okay. Oh, I'm trying that's, to see what it is. That's Deems. And you, you lost five to five. Yeah, uh, I told you. Thomas what won. Are you, what are you, fact-checking me? Yeah, I am I'm fact-checking. I want to see what the tiebreaker was. And Thomas won the third-place game after you beat him in the semifinal. Yeah, I beat him in the semifinal. Yeah, they got to explain what this tiebreaker is. Yeah, I got to talk to Eli. Yeah. Cool. Um, so, yeah, Major League Baseball. We're not really into the playoffs. I guess we'll watch it, but kind of anticlimactic. What matchup do you think that Major League Baseball wants to see in the World Series this year? Probably Dodgers-Astros, Dodgers, right? Yeah, definitely Dodgers. Yeah. Gotta be because they don't want the twins and they don't want the Orioles, right? Because the Orioles don't have any fans, <laughs> and but any of the NL teams they'd be okay with the Dodgers, the Braves, or the Phillies would all be good for them, and the Diamondbacks, whatever they're the fucking Diamondbacks, right? They'd be the least favorite team out of the NL, but. The Phoenix metro area is huge. Right. right. But all the games would have to be played at like 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. So that they could be over in time for the geriatric community of the greater Phoenix area to, yeah. to go to bed at 6.30. <laughs> yeah, that'd be okay though because it'd be on Western time, so like 3 p.m. there is 6 p.m. Eastern time anyway. That's true. So they wouldn't actually mind mind very much. Well, they probably would not mind at all. Um, we talked about the Red Sox firing Heim Bloom. We did talk about that last week. Have they made any other front office moves since then? No. Nope. They haven't done anything. Yeah. White Sox, they keep talking about basically the White Sox are a hot garbage mess and have no idea what they're doing. They fired their hitting coach again. So they'll be looking for their third different hitting coach in three different seasons. And they also fired longtime first base coach, uh, Daryl Boston, Debo, which I'm fine with. His name is Daryl Boston. Daryl Boston, yeah. <clears throat> that sounds like one of those names from a, like a baseball video game that doesn't have a deal with Major League Baseball. So it's <laughs> all the all the players are made up names. <laughs> Daryl Boston. It's Daryl Boston. I don't think he liked me. I'd go to games and I'd sit behind first base and I'd go. Hey, Debo! Debo! And he'd just stare at me. I don't think he had a good sense of humor. Let me put it that way. He's real tall, though. He played baseball. He played in MLB. I think at first base. I'd have to look that up. Anyway, he's gone. Um, and it's really up in the air. A lot of people on are on X. Uh surmising that rookie manager Pedro Greifel will not be back next season. I think he's going to be back next season because the White Sox are, you know, they, they can't admit that he's a failure after one year, if that makes any sense. He didn't do a great job. 
a pretty bad job. They lost a hundred games. Uh, yeah. I didn't mention this before, but last weekend may have been the worst weekend in the history of Chicago sports, at least in the last hundred years or so. In the same weekend, you had the Cubs uh, get eliminated from playoff contention. You had the White Sox lose their 100th game of the season. And you had the Bayos blow a 17-point second-half lead. <laughs> like, all within 48 hours. You've never seen so many sad people on X before. Exactly. On, on the streets of Chicago on X. Really depressed. <laughs> the Cubs did blow it, though. That's been the one thing that's been making me happy the last couple of weeks. They had a 93% chance to make the playoffs in the first week of September. Really? Yeah. Yeah, that's called choking. That's choking. Have you talked to Thomas? I'm a little worried about him. No, I've texted with him. I haven't talked, spoken with okay. him. Okay. We, we might need to reach out to him. He's right. Not, he, well, I think he was blaming himself for jinxing the Mariners again. <laughs> I'm sure he probably was. <laughs> Uh, that was sad too. They got swept by the Texas Rangers are also kind of on this hot streak, I feel like. Um, right. Because they swept Seattle. Like they won they they ended the season on a uh winning streak. Right. Yeah, they they kind of stumbled, but then they right. got you, then you they were, turned it around. Yeah, you were saying they weren't gonna make the playoffs and I think you had sound reasoning but right. uh, yeah they turned it around Definitely. yeah I'm kind of surprised I thought that was gonna mm-hmm. I mean I did call the Astros to win the division but... right which they did on like the last day of the season also yeah did you hear about that controversy uh, what about it well, the, I think that the Texas Rangers and the Astros both they had the same yeah a, a playoff spot the second to last day mm-hmm. um, with a win and a Mariners loss or something like that, and then um, the Texas Rangers kind of went crazy and they you know had the whole champagne locker room thing and then and the Astros were like pretty reserved and they you know didn't have reporters in the locker room after the game and um but the there was the Texas Rangers and then the next day the Texas Rangers lost one nothing and the Astros won and they won the division and then like some Astros news outlets were reporting that the Texas Rangers were like partying the night before mm-hmm. and that's why they lost and that's why they lost the division mm-hmm. and anyway the, the Texas Rangers were really pissed about that well that's the only thing that could make a Texas Houston ALCS entertaining is if there's actual bad blood between the two teams yeah I sure hope there is yeah yeah, that could be good. You know, I don't hate the Houston Astros as much as the rest of y'all do, but I was on X the other day, and Astros fans were talking mad shit online about their team and, you know, how other fan bases are just jealous of them. And that made that reminded me why I really actually do hate the Astros also. Yeah, their fans are the worst, and, and their owner. Yeah. I mean, every fan base has shitty fans in it, but Astros fan base is pretty fucking terrible. Yeah, they're the worst. Yeah. They don't really know much about baseball either. Right. Right, you've told that story before when you went down to Houston and thought it'd be this huge Astros town, and, like, it right. wasn't at all. It wasn't really. But I just feel like all their fans are fans since 2017, you know? Mm-hmm. 
Exactly. So yeah, uh, that's about all I've got. I was trying to think of a college football hot take to make. Been watching a lot of college football. Oregon plays Washington in two weeks. That's going to be a big game. Um, Alabama might not actually be that great this year, and that's a big deal. Cool. Nothing. It, it is. It's a fun season. It's been a fun first like five weeks of college football because there's no powerhouse team. There's a group of like six or eight really good teams, but there isn't like Georgia might still they won they've won the last two seasons the national championship and they might be the best team in the country right now, but they're not like this you know, juggernaut that's destroying everybody. Right. That they have been the past two years. They have been the past two years, exactly. Michigan. And what about uh, Neon Dion? Well, he has whooped him up good, right? Whooped him up good, 42 to 6. And then his next game was in Colorado, in Boulder, Colorado, against another top 10 team, USC. And it looked like the same thing was going to happen. I think USC was up like 35 to 7 at one. Uh-huh. Just totally cleaning Colorado's clocks. But then a combination of Colorado figuring some stuff out and USC kind of having, I feel like, a collective brain fart on defense for most of the second half. And so Colorado was able to make a comeback. And I believe ended up losing forty nine to forty two, like right? okay, yeah. But they still lost. They still lost, yeah. So they are three and two now on the season, which is what they should be. the The funny thing is, nobody who paid attention believed that they were going to be something like a top ten team or a top five team. They're a good, decent team. I bet they finished seven and five. Right. You know. They'll go to a, they'll go to the Las Vegas Bowl, or something like that. Maybe the Holiday Bowl. One entertaining thing could be, because they've also because of Dion, kind of been adopted by, like black celebrity culture as like. Uh-huh. The black team now, which is cool, except but like Boulder, Colorado is one of the whitest towns in America. It's like ninety two percent white. It's you know, um, but you keep watching these Colorado Buffalo games, and like Lil Wayne is there with like on the sideline, and The Rock is there on the sideline. Uh, who else showed up? Terrell Owens was there. It's like this big party with all these black celebrities that Dion keeps inviting down to the sidelines. And they're all wearing their like puffy ski jackets because it's right. Because it's cold. Yeah, it's kind of cold. It's, you know, it's sunny. So I think that's cool. I think it's weird, but you know, okay, you do you, Colorado. But it would be cool if they play Miami or something like that in a bowl game. I think that'd be fun. Why Miami? Well, because in the 90s, that's what Miami was. Miami was never a great program until the end of the 80s and the early 90s when Jimmy Johnson was their head coach. Uh He kind of did, in a different era, the thing that Dion kind of, what Deion Sanders is doing. And Miami became like the hip, cool black team, you know, like wear their chains and like gold teeth and things like that. And like really like, and like was okay with that culture, if that makes any sense. Like that was their, their thing. Jimmy Johnson, maybe I'm thinking of not. Yeah, he's white, but he's the Cowboys head coach. Right, yeah. kind of pudgy, short, little white dude. Yeah, and with and like he was the coach of the black culture team. Yeah, exactly. He had like a pompadour hairstyle, right? Like you know what I'm talking about? Like yeah, yeah, no, I know hey, who he is. Hey, I just hey, I had to hey, Google hey. him 
Yeah. Because I didn't picture him as the kind of black culture icon sort of character. And I only know this because I listened to a podcast about it like years ago. And the big thing, so this is like 86, 87, 88. And the mm-hmm. thing that people were like, Jimmy Johnson was the best at, was that he was unafraid to go to like the ghettos of Miami and go to anybody's house. He didn't care what neighborhood he was in and walk in and charm the fuck out of whoever it is, right? Like he'll come in and he'll sit down with your mom and she'll, you know, eat her food and, you know, just he's so charming and he didn't like he he wasn't racist in the sense that he didn't care that he was in a poor black neighborhood does Mm. that make sense and so he was all these high level recruits from these poor black neighborhoods in like all over south florida and it made miami who hadn't been a great football team before then into a national powerhouse of a football team And the big, Interesting. the big game was Miami versus Notre Dame, which the media kind of racistly called convicts versus Catholics. Kind of racistly? <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Different era. But the coach of that team was Lou Holtz, who's a real son of a bitch. Fuck that guy. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> now, college football is, like, crazy and weird and stupid. I like it. Uh, and I think Miami won that game. I think that was like the national championship in, I want to say, 88 or 89. What year was that? Catholics. Um, yeah. So, but uh, Oregon's off this next week, and then they play Washington, which will be big. We got to talk to uh, Thomas about that, too. October 15th, 1988, Notre Dame versus Miami. Catholics versus convicts. Uh, Published by ESPN. Oh, Notre Dame won that game 31 to 30. Huh. Miami was the number one team in the country, and Notre Dame was the number four team in the country. Before the 1988 season, several players from the Miami team were arrested and their scholarships taken away. These arrests were highly publicized and added to the development of the moniker. Um, Interesting. What were they arrested for? Um, That's a good question. I don't know. They went on to win the Orange Bowl. What were they arrested for? No. Big listen. Um, okay, so playoffs go on. We'll probably be when we meet again next time, we'll probably be talking about the DS or maybe even the CS, depending on how long the series lasts. Um, what else? Anything else exciting happening in the world of sports? We talked about tennis last week. Golf, I hate golf. Golf was going on, and I have no patience or care to learn more about golf. Yeah, who cares? Yeah, who cares? We'll have to we'll have to get into book club season and then maybe uh Dominican winter ball. What other winter leagues are there? Cuba? Football, basketball, hockey. No, in baseball. Oh. Mexico? No. 
And they do have a league. Yeah, maybe Mexico. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, maybe Mexico. According to this, they were arrested for for fraudulently obtaining financial aid through Pell Grants. That seems like a terrible thing to be arrested for. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> That's not... It's, that just is why our fucking system is broken. <laughs> why Why do you have to lie to get it? Why, why are we making you lie to get a Pell Grant anyway? The indictment... Yeah, that's pretty bad. It's stupid. Your yeah, college football is stupid. Agreed. Yeah. We can agree on that. It's, it's, if you're talking about any sport outside of Russian Olympics that's a cesspool, it's college football. Oh, and FIFA. And FIFA, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anything else we forgot to talk about? Uh, <clears throat> let's see. Baseball? No. Still waiting to see what the Red Sox do this offseason. I'm sure they'll do something, but... The people on X are, like, really drooling over that Japanese pitcher. From wait, I mean, is he in Japan right now? Yeah, Yamamo, yeah, Yepa, Yama... I don't know. Starts with a Y. Okay. I and know. he was, like, the ace for the Japanese team. Uh-huh. Oh, He's, like, 22... Yeah, in the in the World Baseball Classic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay, yeah. They always is there like is there a specific Japan to the Boston Red Sox pipeline, or do Red Sox fans just think there is? Uh I don't think so. Yeah. We've had a few um we had Dice K. Right. But other than that, I don't think we've had any big-name Japanese players come. I don't think that Red Sox fans think there is a pipeline. I think that – but, you know, we got Sai Yoshida this year, and he had a really good year. Mm-hmm. Kind of no one else was expecting that. So True. Yeah, that's interesting. Cool. Yo- Yoshinobu Yamamoto. Yeah, Pitu. That's his name. But everyone's going to be after him. Like right. he's right. he's an incredible. Like B- Brian Cashman went like watched him play live in Japan. Uh, interesting. <clears throat> so like it's not going to be people are going to be going for him. Right. But the thing is, like Red Sox have money to spend, and we need starting pitching really bad. So. Yes. Yeah, your pitching has been bad, and you need a bullpen. Yeah, the bullpen was okay this year, actually. But the starting pitching was terrible. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think we had anyone who even pitched 150 innings this year. Yeah. yeah. And our opening day starter was Corey Kluber, That's whose like... fastball was topping out at like 87 miles an hour. That's <laughs> bad. Uh, I saw but anyway, the, the people on X are going crazy for this guy, Yamamoto. All right. Well, we'll watch that. I was on X the other day watching a video, and it was it was uh, Zach Greinke, and it was Zach Greinke throws an 87-mile-per-hour fastball, and then the next pitch, Zach Greinke throws an 88-mile-per-hour off-speed, like, breaking ball. Change-up or whatever? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like god damn it cranky <laughs> that guy's the best <laughs> he's such a weird dude such a weird dude <laughs> alright all right, ladies and gentlemen this has been Dump on the Ump ostensibly a baseball podcast thank you so much for listening once again uh, if you like what you're hearing give us a subscription a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts you can also follow us on Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcast. 
Follow us on Twitter at uh, UmpDump2005. We're on TikTok, Instagram, Blue Sky, Threads. You can log into Reddit. So we don't have our own Reddit page. Sam, is that even a thing? Yeah, we do. Oh, we do have a... No, no, we don't have a page. We have a profile. Yeah, we have a profile. Okay. Well, you can get on Reddit and yell at Sam that he's wrong about the Baltimore Orioles. Oh, I could start a subreddit maybe. I see what you're saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that could be fun. Um, Yeah, let us know. You want to buy a t-shirt maybe. We don't have any t-shirts for sale, but, you know. Yeah, or if you have a good t-shirt design for us. Ooh, that would be cool. Yeah. I like, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Let's let's put that out there. Any graphic designers want to make a, a new dump on the Ump logo, let us know. Because right now... No, we already have a logo. We just need a t-shirt. Well, I mean, the t-shirt's just the logo on the t-shirt. What are you talking right, about? Right, but we can't keep changing our logo. That's the thing. I agree. And our logo is just the Ump mask. Right, but we, that doesn't need to be our t-shirt. Gotcha. Okay, I am. Like I have a bunch of different Boston Red Sox t-shirts. They don't all have the Boston Red Sox logo on. But gotcha. Okay, now I understand. Yes. <clears throat> yeah. T-shirt design contest or contest. Not the prize is there is no prize. All right, I have to go to bed. Uh, thanks so much, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for listening. Have a good evening and a pleasant tomorrow. Bye bye.